Welcome to another edition of The Strong Cast with your host, Armstrong Williams. There's been much in the media about its lack of diversity. Um, the National Association of Black Journalists have really put um, fire to flames over the last several weeks, taking media organizations to task. And CNN and Jeff Zucker found themselves in their crosshair. Um, joining us today, uh, William Riccadelli is in the commentary seat. Uh, going to ask the tough questions, but our very special guest is the man himself, Roland Martin, who's spearheading this as a, as a part of the executive body of the National Association of Journalists. Roland Martin, thank you so much for joining us. It's always Glad a to pleasure to see a giant, an icon. I mean, when I, when during the day, and even these days, uh, when the elite media sit and meet with the President of the United States, Roland Martin is at the table. So what brought about this? It is interesting, um, and then we're going to start with CNN, that they talk about racism and bigotry mm -hmm. and lack of diversity everywhere else, but yet they have a problem in their own organization. That's the fundamental problem with most media organizations. I've always said for years that, that no one reports on media. And so media institutions, mainstream media institutions, they talk about lack of diversity in the White House, in the Republican National Committee, Democrats when it comes to who they're giving contracts to, Wall Street, but they never want to look at their own house. And I've all, look, I was challenging CNN when I worked there, and that's always been my position that you can't call somebody else out on some stuff if you can't look at your own stuff. A media Mediaite did a piece August 4th, 2018, where Soledad O'Brien uh, called out CNN. They, CNN had coverage of lack of diversity in Trump's White House. And she said, uh, what about y'all? And media, I wrote this piece up and they actually put together this video of all of Jeff Zucker's direct reports. It's about 10 or 12 people, no African-Americans, none, no people of color at all. And so uh, we then began uh, to talk to black employees who worked there, former employees. We began to do our investigation. There have been lawsuits. And, and there have been EEOC complaints. There have been lawsuits over the past several years. And what we came, what we discovered was that not only did Jeff Zucker have no black direct reports, he had no black executive vice presidents, no black senior vice presidents, no black vice presidents, and no black executive producers. And this is not just, oh, we picking on CNN. We've met, our leadership met last year with David Rhodes at CBS to discuss these issues. Uh, we had meetings in the past with NBC. Uh, this, this uh, last Friday, we met with Susan Zarensky, the new president of CBS News. Uh, we will be meeting with ABC on March 18th. So we're meeting with, with a Fox? number of, met with Fox News as well, their senior leadership team. So we've met with a number of companies. And so, so the, the issue for us is not, oh, CNN. We're saying this is your situation. And the reason we put them on the list and called them out because we had a meeting scheduled with them the day after uh, MLK's birthday. They cancel it three days ahead of time because their deal is, oh, uh, we'll meet. We don't, we don't want Roland Martin in the meeting uh, because of what happened in 2016 with Donald Brazil in the town hall. And NABJ made it perfectly clear. One, you're not going to tell us who's going to sit on our side of the table. And two, that's your personal issue. He's a, I'm a vice president of digital uh, and I'm on the executive leadership team. And we've met with every other media company. Nobody has objected. I've been highly critical of Fox News over the years. It's not like Suzanne Scott said, oh, no, no, he, he, he can't be in the meeting. Sat right there in the meeting. I've, I've criticized CBS for certain things. I sat right next to Susan Zarensky. Uh, when we meet with ABC, I'll be sitting right there as well. And so it's, 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 it's deflection. 
And it's very interesting. In every comment that they've given, not one time have they addressed our core issue. And that is the issue. How could you be CNN president for six years and you do not have, right now in 2019, no African-Americans in that pipeline? And what people need to understand, in 24 years, America's gonna be nation majority people of color by 2043. When you think about a person's career, so let's say a person's 30 years old right now, that means they'll be 54 in 2043. They will actually be in their prime years of executive management. Well, if you black right now at CNN, what is the path to that? It's non-existent right now. That's what we're fighting for. So let me let me let me understand this. You know, uh, you know, I'm a broadcast owner, mm -hmm. several television stations across the country, and it's interesting. Fifty percent of my workforce, some would say, they're minorities, but it's just a natural thing for me. It's not about race, it's not about gender, it's about finding the best and the brightest. And if you're finding the best and the brightest, it will look like America, you know? And but the best and the brightest though, it is it's natural for you because you have an expansive view. Well, I have an expansive network of people. Right. That's the thing. So I go back to, let's just use comedy. Chris Rock criticized Saturday Night Live. Why? Because he said they kept going to Second City. He kept going to the same places. He said, that's not where you're going to find diverse talent. He said, black folks, we're not at Second City. He told Lauren Michaels, you need to expand your view. And it's the network piece. And that's exactly it. And the problem for us, is, I use this example. When I was at the Fort Worth Star Telegram, I'm watching our news executive meeting. Editor came out, I said, I said Mike, ask you a question. You ever noticed? It's only one black person in the room. He went, no. I said, okay, Mike. He said, if you went to the Chamber of Commerce gala, would you re realize that it's nearly all white? He's like, no. It's okay. If you went to the Women's Chamber of Commerce gala, how fast would you figure out you wanted a few guys in the room? He said, well, I probably would notice that. I said, okay, if you went to the Black Chamber of Commerce event, you figure out real quick, you want a few white guys in the room. He's like, yeah. I said, see, as a black person, I'm always aware of what the room looks like because that's been my life. I said, you have never had to do that because it's just, it is. I said, yet when you're in a room where you're the minority, you pick up real quick. But, but let me ask you this. And, and I, it I was, wanna, it's, so it's state of I mind. I want to get William in the conversation. You know, I cannot, and the numbers that you just gave us on CNN, I, I, I can't even understand how to reconcile how they cannot have diversity. It's too easy to say it's racism. It's too easy to say it's ignorance. So what have you found? What is the issue? And listen, uh, they seem to be the champions right. for minorities on their That's network. my point. So help, help. We, so, uh, so that would lead to my question and getting to the heart of the issue. Is there a concerted effort or do you think there's a concerted effort at CNN to, to not hire minorities? I think I, what, I think what it is is... Um, because is, this done, is this intentional? No, I think is I, I can't assign a person's motive. All I can look at is what is the end result of your decision making? And that is, don't care. And that and I, I, we, we know for a fact that there have been African-Americans who have worked there, who have been hired as executives 
at other companies. Mm -hmm. So it's not capacity. It's not, oh, we can't find them. The reality is when we sat down with CBS, Susan Zarensky, the president, her number two is Kim Godwin, executive vice president. Her executive vice president of professional development is a woman of color, Ingrid Cyprian Matthews. We know when we've gone to NBC, there are African-Americans who are executive vice presidents and vice presidents but, and executive but, producers. But someone could say she's hiring women. No, we've gone to places where they, where they are men. Part of the issue, and let's be real clear, in the television industry is that you also have a dearth of black men who are producers. Most executives in television come from producer ranks. One of the things that I have said for years to black, to young black journalists, they say, I want to be an anchor reporter. I said, you know what? You really need to look at producer because frankly, they're more producer jobs and that's attractive management. And so what happens with these networks, they're very quick to go, yeah, but what about on air? And I go, no, we will tell somebody great job on air. But we, we're talking about executives. In fact, TV News did a piece where they said, well, NABJ left out that Don, that, that Jeff Zucker made Don Lemon the only black primetime host. I said, we didn't leave it out. We know Don exists, but we're discussing black executives. And I forced them to change their story because that's not what we were talking about. You know, I, I wanna, I, I know, you know, this will surprise you. Uh, Roland Martin spent um, some, his, some of his career with TV One. And some people would assume because TV, 13 years. TV One is perceived as a black network Many of his executives were white. This is, what, this is true. TV One. Many of his executives more diversity, diversity than CNN. Yes, I've seen it firsthand, and in key positions. So, and if you go top into, positions, yeah, and if you go, I mean, even in BET, same thing. Same thing. That may shock you. They celebrate the diversity, and you ask yourself, how is it that a CNN, and it's the same at MSNBC. Similar. They're better. Better. They're better. Better. But I mean, it's like, but again, though, we also continue to advocate that we don't want just a few. We want more because, and we know the talents they. What is satisfactory? So, but, but here's my question: Is it a is it then a statistical anomaly that CNN doesn't have any black executives or this this dearth of, of diversity insofar as it's you're relating industry. it to? I, look, there has to be some intention here. I mean, it's the industry. I, it's think, I don't think you can claim that you know, CNN's the only one, and they've, I've written on this in the past. I wrote on this in the summer of 2017, all these lawsuits that never catch fire. You never hear about this well, in the because, media. Well, because they, right, no, because no one, because the media doesn't, but doesn't look, cover the media. This is a bad, <laughs> but this, oh no, I covered it. I yeah. covered it. I wrote about no, it. No, what I'm saying is, yeah. but I was, I'm saying, I, in I terms of why, in a large perspective, Media likes to keep it in house. Now, this is my question on that, and I have a couple of questions. Is it because is is it like it's so counter narrative, and the left media doesn't want that to come out? No, it's not left media. Media, but I mean, it's a bad look for them, right? But there's no it's hypocrisy. Yes, but there's but there's no major external force that consistently holds media accountable. So media holds media accountable. I sent Brian Stetler a tweet. I said, "You have a media show." You talk about all these issues. Well, he's, yeah. But here's Brian the piece, No, no, no. But what I said is, <laughs> will you have NABJ on your show to talk about the lack of black executives on CNN? Yeah. See, that's, that's, I, I sent Howard Kurtz. I said, Howard, will you do that? See, even those media shows. What did Howie say? No response. They'll talk about the other stuff, but they don't want to look at the executive suite. But here's the key, though. I got to interject this. Howard Kurtz and Brian Stetler does not make the decision whether you can right. show them. Precisely. And you need to 
Make oh no, that no, clear. no, no, okay. I, no, no, I understand that. But 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 it's proving my point. Right. It's proving my point that when you start talking about hiring and power, then it's oh no, they'll, they'll, we'll have a discussion. Oh, Brian will do stories on Fox News and bias, and Howard will do stories on CNN and bias. When you start talking about hiring, power, position, people get quiet. But this is a media thing. It, it's in sports. Uh, it's in it's in news. It's in digital space. Uh, we've seen this, and we've seen this for years. In fact, last year, the American Society of Newspaper Editors sends out their diversity report, where because they to, to keep measuring how have we improved or fallen back. Half of the newspapers refuse to even fill out their form. So what happens is again, the fundamental issue in media is that we are to reflect and report on a changing America. But it's hard to do that when you literally don't look like America. I'm going to use Al Newharth. Al Newharth, uh, God rest his soul, was the CEO of Gannett. Al Newharth said, Gannett is going to be the leading media company, diversity in the country. He said, and since y'all won't do this thing right, I'm going to tie your bonuses to diversity. He said, and let me be clear, if any of y'all got a problem with it, you're more than happy to leave the company. And there were people who objected and left the company. But the reason to this day, you had African-Americans, Latinos, Native Americans, Asians, women, who uh, became publishers and news directors and general managers, executive editors, because he said, since y'all only understand money, it's how we're going to change it. John LeGrant, president of FX, he sent an email out. He said, how is that 80 plus percent of the showrunners on shows on our network or white men. He said, I'm a white guy, but this is not the future of America. He said, we need to have diverse voices. In, fifth, in six months, that thing flipped where it's 50% diverse voices. Leaders lead. That's true. Leaders have to say, this is how we're going to operate, and, and that's the piece. So what well, we're saying would, is Jeff Zucker, lead. Why would anyone want to step down or resign because your boss says, Al Newhart, I want diversity. Well, because that's the people who, frankly, don't, to your point earlier, don't want to have to go do the work. They, it, they, they don't want to do the work. It's not something, it's not tied to a, something of the past, a racism, a bigotry. It's tied that they don't want to do the work. No, I, well, I think for some people, they do have racial animus. But, In the newsroom? Oh, oh absolutely. So do you, oh, I, I've experienced it. Do you it. think they would do it to the degree where it would affect their bottom line and hurt yes. their, hurt, really? Oh, no, so no, they no. would actively work against their interests. No, no, I'm telling you, I okay. ex I've experienced it. I have experienced editors. How can they compete? Who he, well, that's the point. How are they stay when, open? Because when you experience you, editors, I want you to finish that. Oh hell yes, I know. I have experience experienced racial animus from editors who did not want to. It's like, well, you know, uh, why do we have to go out and talk to these groups? They're your damn readers, and this is why you don't have. A diverse readership. I mean, I've I've seen it, and so the and, and I, I had I had one guy who, and I'm telling you, and I he was on the management track. He was a business writer. We had a Fort Worth Star Telegram, and we were talking about having diverse sources in our stories. He goes, "Why do I need to do all this extra work?" I said, "Wait a minute, how's it extra work?" I said, "Don't you call people? You interview them already for your story?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "So how hard is it for you to go find some black people or some Latinos or some women?" It was your point earlier. He did not want to have to go outside of his comfort zone or his own network. And so he considered that to be extra work. I'm going, 
America is changing. That's like me saying, you know what, I'm just not going to go talk to any white guys. Um, they're in America. I don't understand why someone would cripple their bottom line. I mean, diversity is good all around because there are perspectives and experiences that they bring to the workforce that only enhances it and makes it better. Uh, and, and, but I still find it shocking that CNN would, first of all, not want to meet with the NABJ on a petty reason, something that dealt with you in 2016, which is irrelevant. But forget about that. They've had every opportunity to put people in these positions. It's not as if they don't have people who can make the recommendation. Why not make the effort? I'm sure you, you got human resources. There's so many different um, layers in the company. Even they have employees who can make the recommendations. It must have an impact on the morale of the employees. It does. When the employees no. working there no. and they realize that company is not making the effort. We know for a fact of the frustration of black employees internally. We know black employees who have left. We know African-Americans who said, Hell, I, I don't have an opportunity to go up the ladder here. They've gone to other companies. At, we know that for a fact. People and within so, the company, let's forget yes. about outside, did not have the opportunity yes, to go that, up the ladder. Well, if you're there now, if you're, if you're a black producer at CNN, and you know that Tanisha Bale Abernathy left in what when really was really forced out, but it was, but left in 2015. And it's 2019, and there's not been another black executive producer at CNN. I don't understand it, William. What am I missing? That's four years. I just that So that means sense. that if you are a black senior producer, you, there's been no point of elevation in four years. You will go, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying William, to say what, what, am I, what, look, am I, what are we missing? Know, to me, if I look at it if, as an impartial observer, it would be CNN's making terrible business decisions if they're just, if they pick, if they want to pick and choose people, oh, this person's better than the next, but they're black and I don't want them. That that would harm their bottom line. Also, a story I think would come out that CNN's being intentionally racist. I think what we're saying here is CNN is intentionally racist. I think that's here's, what we're getting at. Here's, I mean, here's, how, well, how I would say you, they're blind to progress. But the, and but it look, impacts African-American employees. For obviously a media company that leans left, this would be good for them to hire some, but this would be great It would be an easy thing. It would be a victory. Yeah. Why are they not doing it? There Why, Roland? There's got to be a reason. I, I, it has I, to be intentional you, racism. You, what you, else you, can you, you say? You need to ask Jeff Zucker or Amy and tell us as to why. The reason we Fox would easily be called racist. The reason why. In the reality is... The president of Fox Business is black. We met with him. Uh, and the reality is, the reason we want to meet is to ask that very question. How is it you have none? What are you doing to fix this? What's the problem? Well, who, problem who, who are the people? Who are the people? Yeah, but, and that, but that's also one of the issues when, look, lawsuits get filed, mm. you quickly settle them. And, and, and we know of some of, some of uh, the big payouts that have been made right. there. But One the, was a but, class action lawsuit, Well, right? the class action lawsuit was filed. It was thrown out. But right now, there still is a lawsuit that's filed in Los Angeles uh, that's now before the California State Supreme Court. Uh, that's, that's, that's there, that particular discrimination lawsuit. But it's just... And, 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 the, and here's the thing that, 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 that NABJ is saying and that black folks have been saying for years. Why do we have to fight scrap, battle, for something that's basic. We're not saying, okay, give us one. We're not saying a quota. 
What we're saying is, how in 2019 can all of these other networks have black executives and you have none? And that, and, and that is, is a very basic question. And it's one we don't want to answer. And in fact, they sent us in one of their responses of what they're saying they're not going to meet. They said, we take exception to you saying that we don't have any black vice presidents on the news side. We said, okay, please correct us. Give us their name or names and title. It's been three weeks. They have it. Because it don't exist. Because we, we have the information. We are reporters. As a vice president for legal, that's not a news-making decision. Well, so, it, it, As a VP for sales, it's like, so, but for three weeks, you tell us our, num- our facts are wrong, three weeks, no correction. Wait. Because they're right. In fairness to this conversation, tell us who are the leaders in hiring and celebrating diversity. Well, when you talk about, uh, when you look at, again, if you had to make a decision in terms of where are people in power positions, at Fox News, you have the brother who's the president of Fox Business. At CBS, the number two is Kim Gottwin, who is the number two at CBS. Uh, when you go to uh, you know, we're having meetings with ABC, and we'll be sharing that real soon. When you go to uh, MSNBC, you have uh, MSNBC side, Yvette Miley, who's the vice president, Rashida Jones, who is, I believe, the SVP or EVP for specials. Uh, you have their VP for diversity. Um, and But 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 even still, uh, but, but their top ranks, Andy Lack is chairman, Noel Eipenheim is president, uh, Phil Griffin is president of MSNBC, you know, all, you know, all, all white males. But in terms of in terms of your executive positions, the position that we, that, that we're arguing is that this isn't even just jobs today, because what we're saying is, if you don't even have black middle managers, you're never going to have top black executives. Which means that we never ever will ascend to those higher power positions. But this is also about black wealth, and this is the other thing that I also make the point. Armstrong, uh, we talk about it all the time as well. If you don't have any black executive producers, that means that if you're a producer at CNN, you're making 80, 90, maybe 100. So you're never gonna get to the 150, 175, 200. Once you start going up, you're not, start, you're not talking about jobs that are two, three, four, five, six, seven, 800,000. So let's say in 10 years, let's say you have this job and somebody's making 400 grand. So in 10 years, I can make gross $4 million. But if over here, I only can do, I'm limited to this job, let's, just, let's say it's paying 90. That's 900,000 in four years. So there's 4 million in four years, 900,000 in four years. Okay, that's $3.1 million. So, so, let me, let me, so, so the freezing out of the jobs is not just about power, it's also about creating wealth, wealth. Which means that if you have the ability to make 4 million in 10 years, and I am making 900,000 in four years, your children are in a better position than my children. You can give to the institutions that you favor more so than I can. So this thing about locking folks out of those higher jobs also impacts their ability to also... How, how are the salaries up? comparable to all the other employees at the very same level of executives? Um, I notice you're not have a, you don't have an outcry about what the, the people that work at these networks, let's say CNN and the others work, their pay is comparable. What do you mean? 
they're comparable to the to the whites that work there or the, the minorities is there we big? don't know that okay have they you asked and that's, that? and that's that's one of the reasons why in our statement we also want uh, uh at&t to conduct a civil rights audit mm -hmm. to examine uh compensation for black anchors staffers and contributors because we want to ensure that you that you actually have that you actually have but that. you don't know but none of no one has complained about any disparities no one has no one has complained but we have heard what have you heard this is important what have you heard we've heard that there are disparities i find that to be shocking no i'm not really listen this is a i think this is a very um um important conversation uh what are the, what are i guess um they're listening they're meeting with you but when well, will no, you they're not meeting with us so what we've no, done no, is the, the majority are listening and meeting with you oh yeah no, so, what, so absolutely and what we've done is we what we what we've said to cnn is okay fine jeff zucker you don't want to meet uh, we had previously gotten a commitment from randall stevenson the ceo of at&t to meet so what we said is fine jeff zucker you want you don't want to meet fine we're gonna meet with your boss so we'll go meet with Randall Stevenson, who's the CEO of AT&T. We're waiting to actually uh, lock that down and set the date. Uh, but the other networks, they've been positive meetings. Our meeting with Fox News was great. Uh, Suzanne Scott literally brought her top management team. You know, she didn't sit here and say, let, let me go grab five or six black people and roll them to the meeting. We've seen that in the past before. And so we talked about how do we, uh, how do we help them uh, with uh, with uh, middle management, how do we help them when it comes to uh, bringing in more talent, developing them at our convention and other areas? We said the exact same thing at CBS. So every, every other company we met with has been receptive to us and what we're asking and them saying, hey, can you help us? Uh, so we're talking about literally at our convention creating specialized tracks for a senior level producers where they can have intensive training. And so for them, that's the people who you're really going to be targeting for hiring. So we've been doing that. Uh, and so out of all the networks, the only one who has been, uh, uh, who has given this kind of pushback has been CNN. And again, they're deflecting. This whole deal of, oh, what Roland did, we can't meet with him. It's, it's utter nonsense because the reality is we could say the same thing about you can't hire black people. No, we want anybody at the table. We have said, we're not telling you who can't sit on your side of the table. What you're not going to do is tell us who can't represent us, especially when we have three vice presidents and I'm one of them. Roland Martin, um, thank you so much for enlightening us. I certainly have learned much here today. I, I'm just glad in our businesses, I don't sit around and worry <laughs> about diversity and paying people comparable for the work that they're doing or whether I'm celebrating diversity. We deal with real issues. It's just like a simple thing that it only makes your company grow. They should sit down and meet with you uh, and to advance this cause. I think it's very important. We should have all perspectives uh, uh, in the debate, especially executives can impact the news. They expect put people on a wealth track that you talked about. There are right. so many things that we don't consider yep. when we... Uh, underestimate the importance of this diversity in the newsroom and at the highest executive level. William, thank you for joining us. I'm Armstrong Williams. Thank you for joining us for this edition of The Strongcast.